Radio Pulpit, 657 AM, your daily companion. This is Heart to Heart with Swamile Mufukeng on Radio Pulpit. Heart to Heart. Rori Sang Tandegi, so, and the title of the song, Acts 4, verses 12. Hoping that you have enjoyed that one. A new beautiful sounds on Radio Pulpit, your daily companion. This is Heart to Heart. Hello, 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 hello. And I see Ursula, Danny Eschler. Ah, thank you so much for being with us. And she says, Hi, my dear Queen Spongilemufuking. Stay blessed and thank you for the message, my dear. Ah, oh, we thank God for that. Now, I'm so excited to be talking to Leonie Kreiling. After an exciting nine months journey, the PTO Business Competition has finally revealed its winners. And we congratulate Litaga Zimkombe, Bridget Mtetwa, and the first place I spoke and I had a privilege of talking to her last week, Masati Mamaila. So, the PTO Business Competition is an initiative that aims to empower entrepreneurs through high-value training, education, and marketing exposure. Today, I am joined by my queen, Leonie Kreiling, and to have a retrospective discussion about this amazing competition. Leonie, how are you? Good afternoon, Timothy and Andrew. Well, thank you, Andrew. I'm excited. You know, I had an opportunity to talk to the first place, right? So that makes me the boss. <laughs> it makes me... <laughs> I also got the first place because of my Mathati. But Leonie, can you tell us more about the inception of the Picho Business business uh, Competition? And what would you say uh, was the Eureka moment that motivated you and your team to become deeply involved in the organization process? or organizing process? Yeah, sure. Um, so at the North Mission University, our Beehive Enterprise Development Center, um, what we're doing is we are supporting budding entrepreneurs. So we expose some structured programs to explore business ideas and also how to develop business models for their business concepts. Mm. And of course, Radio Pulpit and the IN Youth Movement, they in turn inspire individuals, develop strong family values and provide the moral compass to our youth. So for us, the Eureka moment was when we realized that we could actually get together to not only take care of people's spiritual well-being through yeah. Radio Pulpit, but also to empower aspirants or early stage entrepreneurs. So this was when the business pitch competition um, was actually born. Sure. And I love this whole thing because what comes into my mind is that this is another way of supporting uh, professionals in the marketplace, Christian professionals in the marketplace, talking about entrepreneurs in the marketplace. So it, I, I believe it's encouraging to have competitions such as PTO Business. Can you share some insight about the training sessions and assessments that were part of the competition and different phases? Yes, so the Northwest University, um, we actually offered the training through some self-paced learning videos, um, mm. which means we shared the videos, people could work through it on their own pace, um, and then there were a couple of um, milestones that they needed to complete. So these videos actually included idea generation, idea to concept development, business model development, and then finally business pitch development, um, with participants then having to submit their concepts, their business models, and their pitches during the respective phases of the competition. So what happened then is an evaluation panel reviewed these submissions mm-hmm. um, with the original 201 people who expressed interest in the program ultimately being narrowed down to our 10 finalists. So it was a, a good couple of months for us to work through the process and mm-hmm. to really evaluate 
you know, the participants and the contestants need to determine who are the most worthy of actually participating in the final pitch event. Wow. I had an opportunity of talking to some of the pitch business candidates, and I remember the words business model canvas was used okay. <laughs> throughout. Can you then explain the importance of the business model canvas in the competition and how was it expected to help the participants structure their businesses and business ideas? Yeah, so it's specifically um, a business model actually helps you to really quickly draw a picture of what your business concept is about, and it also helps you to get a very good understanding of your own business, mm. and she sort of goes through the process of connecting the dots between the business idea and how to make the business and the numbers work. Then secondly, it is very quick and easy to develop multiple versions of a business model canvas. Mm-hmm. So each canvas can then reflect a different scenario, which can then be tested and validated, and because of this, it helps you to actually identify challenges early on and to mitigate the associated risks. And then thirdly, uh, the business model is developed on one page. Um, so very contrary to your standard business um, plan, which can be yes. hundreds of pages. Mm-hmm. But the one page is then divided into nine blocks and it really provides a visual snapshot of what your business model is, and it's really easy to share with others. So for us, the business model canvas actually helps the competition participants to think through and understand their business model, and then to be able to succinctly present it to others in a straightforward, structured manner. Hmm. So can you also share some highlights from the business picture business um, event hosted at uh, the University of, um, yeah, at NWU? Yeah, as you said, it was uh, the pitch event was actually hosted at uh, the Northwest University's Alabama Park campus. Um, and the intention was for the 10 finalists to then present their business concepts to a panel of judges. So eight of the 10 finalists were actually spread throughout South Africa. And we had one finalist from Malawi and another from Swaziland. So that means we had an African footprint, never mind a South African one. Um, but because of that, we then um, had the finalists deliver their presentations online. You know, so everybody is treated equitably, has the exact same experience, etc. This one would have loved to actually interact face to face with a finalist, um, but it doesn't mean that not being able to do so uh, stifles the enthusiasm of the event attendees, and it really was a wonderful event. Mm. But apart from the great presentations, a highlight for us was you know, seeing the strong support from both Radio Pulpit and uh, the Northwest University, and of course, when the winners were announced. And ultimately, you know, as you know, the winners walked away with really great prizes to uh, support their business development. Mm, talking about the winner, can you tell us more about the winner of the competition and their business idea? Yes. So, um, as you know, our winner was Maslachi Namana. She is the founder of InnoBioDiesel. So this is actually a business that collects used cooking oil and then converts it into clean fuel for construction, farming, and mining equipment along with generators and aeroplanes. So a really innovative concept. And as you may have realized, all three of our women, our, our winners were actually women, mm. um, which makes us very happy because we you know, especially want to empower female entrepreneurs. Yeah. We didn't set out for it to be uh, for women. Uh, so it was quite interesting to see that that's how it worked out. You know, that's how things stand out, that the women kind of um, sold the show. Mm, mm. Leonie, uh, were there any... Um, parts where you were like, no, we need to correct that next time we do this, where there's such as the competition was running? 
Um, I can't say necessarily, you know, things that we thought that next time we need to do it differently. But what we did realize very early on is originally we were planning on doing online training. Um, and that turned into a little bit of a stumbling block. Yeah. Um, you know, with participants struggling with bandwidth access. And, of course, our South African load shedding schedule does yes. not help matters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. we, so we pivoted really quickly. So we did the first session like that. And then we realized, look, this is going to cause a stumbling block um, with, you know, people not being able to um, access the, the online training and so on. So what we then did is we made the training videos available. So, you know, that's the one thing that we thought, okay, we need to do differently. Originally, yeah. we also had a couple of categories that we let go of those categories quickly because we also realized that, you know, it's kind of preventing some people that are really worthy and that really want to participate from um, entering because they don't slot into one of the categories really quickly. Mm. Um, the next time, we will probably do something similar, mm. uh, but we've got some, um, some things that we are contemplating, some planning that's going on. And we'll probably make it uh, better and more accessible next time. I'll get a couple of additional partners on board and so on. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so mm-hmm. some of the small changes that we needed to make, there was nothing fundamental, you know, that kind of rocked the boat. Or that, you know, <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, but that's really awesome. I'm also asking myself, um, why did we open it up for everyone around wherever in Africa because I had people coming from Cameroon that I spoke to it was such a beautiful thing to see happening so um, why was it not just in 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 Gauteng or in in South Africa only so why did we open it up for everyone um, you know, because there are people everywhere that want and need the support, and we need to support entrepreneurs, you know, throughout South Africa specifically. Yeah. Um, but also, you know, because uh, specifically Radio Pulpit, you know, you guys have a very strong presence in our African countries as well. We felt that it was only right to open it to them as well. Um, and it was really exciting for us to actually see, you know, how the people from the other countries participate, participated, how enthusiastic they mm-hmm. were. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so we'll probably keep doing that. <laughs> um, make sure that we have a footprint and that we really change as many people's lives as we possibly can. Mm, should our listeners also be on the lookout for another PTO business competition in 2024? Yes, absolutely. So as I said, we're in our planning phases now. Uh-huh. Um, but they definitely keep a lookout for that. And I'm sure Radio Pulpit would make sure that your listeners know about it as soon as we, we open um, applications and so on. There will definitely be another round as far as we are concerned. And hopefully this time bigger and even better. Yeah, and I hope not too hard. Because if it's bigger and, and better, it, it, I, I expect it to go harder as well. But <laughs> no, not really. You know, not really. If we don't get it because we want to make sure that people benefit from it. You know, so we don't want to pitch the level so high yeah. that we exclude certain people. Yeah. We'll probably keep more or less the same process, focus on the same elements, right. maybe add you know something here and there, but we won't make it harder. Hopefully, <laughs> it will just be a little bit more in depth, maybe, and be more beneficial even for their businesses, but not <laughs> so somebody's listening to us right now and they're like, yo, when they open, I want to be part of that. What would you say to them? Um, just apply, you know, into uh, the process and see where it takes you. Mm-hmm. You know, not everybody has the benefit of going through the full process and, and you know, being able to be um, one of the finalists. 
Um, but we are even now, as the Northwest University's Behind Enterprise Development Centre, we are engaging with some of the people that did not make the finals mm-hmm. um, in terms of helping them. So the support is there. Don't let fear hold you back. Don't think, oh, I can't do this, or as you said, it might be too hard. Absolutely not. It is a you know, step-by-step process. We start really easy and with the basics, and it kind of builds up from there. All right. Leonie, thank you so much for talking to ours. And I have realized that with everybody who was part of this, they grew one way or another, even though they were not all winners. Actually, all of them are winners. Um, it's just that one had to be outstanding out there and um, be seen out there and celebrated and 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 all the because it's a competition. But I have realized that everyone was so excited; they gained something through Pichu Business. So thank you so much uh, for these yes. opportunities for our entrepreneurs. Yeah, it's a pleasure talking to Stephen Gale. And uh, yeah, as you said, you know everybody was winners. Um, and can continue to be uh, winners. It's just that somebody has to walk away with the the money at the end of the day. You know. Um, (laughs) Everybody that participated, we believe, won in some sort of way, even if it's just a small little step forward. Yeah. No, thank you so much. Have a blessed one. Thank you, Stephen Gilly. You too. Bye. And firmly, that was... And uh, yeah, be on the lookout for Picho Business Competition 2024. Um, and um, we wish you all the best for every entrepreneur that will be entering this year. We wish you all the best. Um, it, it's such a beautiful, beautiful platform to grow, learn new things, um, and also get help and advice on your own um, business that you have or your model that you have or your idea that you have because others entered with just an idea um, but when they left they went and implemented that Um, I spoke to some of them it was such a privilege it was so awesome I also had a wonderful time with last year's um, um, uh, participants of uh, PTO business who knows this year it might be you don't miss that opportunity make sure that you are always tuned on to radio pulpit so you can hear when a picture business competition starts and opens again for participants to register we are here 24 hours a day with the message of hope faith and love on 657 AM. Tune in to Radio Pulpit on 657 AM for reliable Christian talk radio at its best. Find your daily dose of Christ-centered motivation and encouragement on Radio Pulpit 657. Download our app now. Tune in to radiopulpit.co.za or find us on DSTV Audio 882 and OpenView 607. Radio Pulpit, your daily companion for more than 40 years, brings a relevant moral alternative to 400,000 listeners in a variety of South African languages. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter and download our podcasts today. You and 657 AM and life. A winning team on the road to eternity.